Shazam! Welcome into the Fortress of Comic 2 podcast. My name is Tyler. And I'm Mary. I'm Kylie. And McCord was supposed to be here, and he may show up at one point. And if he doesn't, then I guess this means nothing, but... (laughs) We are here to do another comic book club, which is a monthly show we do where we take a trade paperback, graphic novel, whatever the kids are calling them now, and we're going to talk about it for a good little while. And because there is a Shazam movie that is coming out next week, we chose to do the book that's just called Shazam from the New 52, which is written by Jeff Johns and Gary Frank, your favorite Doomsday Clock creative team. Mm. And uh, yeah. This this book is also very beautiful. It is. I told Mary, like... Like no disrespect to Gary Frank at all in here, but like this re re reading this made me appreciate Doomsday Clock more because it's like like I would never accuse Gary Frank of like half assing anything or anything like that, but I was like like with the delays and everything in Doomsday Clock, like you can really tell like this looks good, but this isn't Doomsday Clock. Like Doomsday Clock looks phenomenal. Like I feel like like this isn't half assed, but Doomsday Clock is like an extra step like he's really like stepping up his game i feel like for Is that how you felt, Mary? no i felt they were on the same level mm-hmm. okay i, I don't know because so there are certain pages in here that just i just stared at like oh that's awesome maybe it's yeah. a nine panel grid on doomsday clock i don't know what it is yeah it could be I don't know. doomsday clock is just feels like it's on its own level every time it comes out but i mean yeah gary i mean even like any version of Gary Frank is probably better than 90% of artists out there. So, you know. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know, this, uh, there was no New 52 series for Shazam. This actually came out in backup stories through Jeff Johns' Justice League run. And if I remember right, you'd get like, what, maybe five or ten pages or so. Not very many. If that, yeah. If that, yeah. pages, I think. Uh, in the back of each. So I... I would say max five pages. Looking at this, I'm like, I don't remember it being that long. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't remember it being that long either, yeah. I read this, you know, when as it was coming out, but this is the first time I've... I, I only read it that one time, so it was nice actually get to yeah. just read it from beginning to end. Yeah. It was a completely different experience, and I remember really enjoying it, but reading it again i was like no this is really good actually like it's it's a lot better than i remembered it being even because like when we were talking about doing it it's like oh yeah that shazam that was good like then if you too it was it was pretty good like i was like no this is actually really really good good. (laughs) um so kylie has seen shazam we have not and we're obviously going to keep a spoiler free for the movie but um if if somebody was so difficult with reading this book (laughs) well that's what i was going to ask you like if somebody was going to come in after next week and say hey i just saw shazam whatever is this the book you're going to give them this is the book okay because even like me i've only ah. seen the trailers but reading this book i'm like because i mean when that first trailer came out i was like it looks like that new fifty two Jeff Johns. Well, I remember when the trailer, when the credits rolled at the movie, I saw like very special thanks to Jeff Johns, but I don't remember him being be. credited <laughs> as like writer or anything. Yeah. But rereading this after seeing the movie, I was like, shit. They should have credited this him. Is, they should have <laughs> gave him a writing so, credit. Basically, on the movie. like somebody like came into a Warner Brothers office, like, hey, look, we got this pitch for Shazam movie. It's like, okay, cool. Do you guys have a treatment? It's like, no, but we have this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And it's, I mean, there are differences, of mm, course, but yeah. it's, it's pretty tight. Okay. So yeah, if you're looking for something that feels like the movie, this is this is what Definitely. you're going to recommend to somebody. Now, I'm curious. You've been reading the new series. Mm-hmm. Does it pick up where exactly. this ends? It's, it's straight up a sequel to okay, this. Okay, awesome. Yep. Oh. Then I'm, very, I'm looking it's forward to reading that. Straight up a sequel. Um, 
Gary Frank does not draw it, obviously. Um, Dale Englisham draws it, I think, and it's it's it still looks very good. It's a very good looking book, um, especially because I kind of forgot some of the cliffhanger stuff they left at the end of this one. And since I have been reading the new one, I was like, oh yeah, they do. They really pick up with with a lot of that, uh, a lot of that stuff there at the end. Uh, I guess like even to kind of switch it around, if somebody hadn't has was going to come in next week and hasn't seen Shazam yet, saying, "Hey, I want something to read before the movie." Same thing, like just read this. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason to go back to the old stuff at all. Yeah. This is. And no offense to Shazam. No offense to Shazam. It's not like Shazam yeah. has this like giant catalog of like here's the greatest. <laughs> there's story. really not that much out there for him, really. Not like, a lot as of like stuff. like a main. Yeah. Yeah, nothing that people go back. Oh, remember this. I mean, yeah. the the, uh, the other Shazam story that pops into my mind, that, I mean, he's a big part of it, mm-hmm. is Kingdom it's Come. Is Kingdom Come. Yeah. That's, that's my next Shazam story. That's probably that his greatest moment ever is that yeah. fight with him and Superman yeah. at the end of Kingdom Come. And it's more Alex Ross's right, artwork yeah. than anything. that <laughs> just makes that. Uh, it, it's important to remember that, uh, like, some characters... <sighs> are able to like i guess kind of get out of that time they were created in more so than other characters are like um like batman kind of works in any yeah and we talked about that last week um but shazam it's really important to remember that shazam was created in the 1940s like and and that's not a, a knock against it but it just it feels very golden the concept of this kid saying a magic word and turning into a superhero feel in the same way that like the fantastic four feels very 1960s to me still and that's part of its charm to me but it's just important to remember that as a kid and this may be under your dc all access thing i i vaguely remember a Ch- shazam family tv show there was like, yeah. Maybe in the seventies was the fan. I remember the Shazam seventies show, but I, it was it the fan. Oh, I, I thought it was thought, that thought, we were talking uh, about. I thought there was the family in it, but I, like you said, I was a I was a mm. little kid when that was going on. So, but I I have vague recollection of it because I didn't really know any of the supporting characters too well, other than Mary. I knew Miss Mary Marvel, whatever the hell they I called mean, her and back I knew in the Freddy, day, because he was always the. But like, the yeah, but like all the other ones I wasn't really familiar with until this because because um, even in like uh, Flashpoint when they have like the Shazam kids, are they the same kids as the ones here? Or are they different? Uh, they're probably slightly different, but they look yeah. basically the same. I, they I have the tiger. Remember. And that's and... one thing the movie does is flesh fleshes out those. And, I mean, even here, I mean, they did a good job in the comic book, but I felt mm-hmm. you get a little more feel. Of it's who very they much are a Billy there. story than yeah. the other kids. Yeah. And that's the good thing that like the new series, like it's called Shazam, but it's definitely like the whole, it's not a Billy Batson book. It's their whole thing together. All I think there's four issues out so far. All of them are in every issue and they're all together basically for the whole time of every, Mm -hmm. like it's not a Captain Marvel Shazam book. It's a Shazam family book, which is really, really good, especially as it spins out of this. Yeah. So, okay. So, the other thing I wanted to bring up too, just to give kind of context with, because uh, there was some stuff reading this, rereading this, that just like there are parts of it that kind of like reek of that new 52 of like edgy kind of like, remember when we wanted to be kind of like dark and edgy for those couple of years where Rebirth is kind of like, okay, mm. let's be kind of like hopeful for a little bit. And now I don't know what they're doing, but um <laughs> Because Billy Batson was always a very much like a, oh, golly, gee whiz kind of a character that, you know, in, in the original, like, version of 
Captain Marvel Shazam was like only the purest of hearts can kind of. Are you saying that he should have stayed that way and they no, shouldn't I'm have just, changed I'm, him? No, I'm just saying it's important to know that this is a, this was a different version. In the New Fifty Two, Jeff Johns is basically like, "What if I made him kind of a little shit?" Like this is the better version. Okay. It's just important to note that it was a, it was a change for the character. Okay, I thought you were like bagging on it for a second. I'm no, like, no. it wouldn't have worked though. Yeah. Well, and I can't remember if it the was, other one was boring. If it was in this or the movie because I said, like I said, they're all they're very similar. Mm-hmm. But at one point one of the kids is talking to the wizard like no one is is pure of heart anymore. yeah it's in the, it's, well, in I mean, there. I, it's billy i'm not He's saying, saying it's not in the movie because i haven't seen it but it's in the book <laughs> so it and it, it it makes a lot of sense like i like jeff johns's approach to like, you can tell it's a character he'd wanted to handle forever um and yeah it's like what if we was just like kind of a little asshole because it's just way more interesting than just this like goody two shoes kind of a kid mm-hmm and plus, uh, like, it obviously makes for a better narrative that, like, oh, he becomes a better person over time because of this. Not just like, oh, he was always this great kid and then he got powers and he's still a great person. Now he's a great hero, too. So, all right. We're going to get Do you into know, um, okay. before this, was he a foster kid or was this? Yes, he was. I think a, he, was okay. always, he was always a foster yeah. kid. Okay. I didn't know. So. Yeah. That there was some versions of him where he was, like, homeless even like like he's always an orphan of some kind mm. there's been versions of him where he's like yeah in a foster home or in an orphanage or there was one that like yeah he was like borderline homeless like he was kind of like from place to place didn't really have a place to go gotcha um my first like kind of exposure to shazam was that that dc animated movie the the fall of black adam the superman shazam movie which is which is really good if you haven't seen it it's just a, it's, it's just, just a short yeah oh, okay. um it, it was a uh, DC put together like a bunch of shorts and put it on one DVD. Like that's like the headliner one of it, but it's like that one. And there's like a Spectre one, a Green Arrow one, a couple other ones. And they're like 20 minutes long or so, but it's really, really good. So Shazam, Jeff Johns, Gary Frank, we're going to get into all of this here. So uh, obviously, like if you haven't read this book, like fucking spoilers, like we're gonna talk about the damn book. That's not something I feel like I need to say, but you just never know with people nowadays. So, um, okay. Again, Billy Batson, this version, not a very nice kid. He's bounced around from foster home to foster home um, because obviously he doesn't uh, have any kind of respect for authority or anything like that. He hasn't had any kind of parental figures in his life. So... And immediately you're just blown away by by Gary Frank's art because of course you are. Why not? Yeah. So in the beginning we see like uh, Shazam, the wizard Shazam is looking for a new champion. And so he's been like trying to test other people, but no one has been worthy of becoming the new Captain Marvel, whatever you want to call Shazam squared. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dr. Savannah has has a pretty good part in this book, and he is, from what I can tell, the villain of the movie. He looks like Lex Luthor right there. It's all bald guys <laughs> look the same, <laughs> Kylie? Yeah. Yeah. So, White old bald men. Um, <laughs> is the version of Dr. Savannah in this book pretty similar to the, to the one in the movie, you'd say? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
And uh, say as far as I know, and again, I guess don't spoil it for me, but as far as I know, he's the main villain of the movie, so obviously you're going to get him in here if you're looking for something to read before the movie and get associated with the characters that we're going to be dealing with here. Um, Billy Batson does a really good job of like putting on a show for people, and that's why he's probably been able to get adopted, or not adopted, but I guess like taking taken in several times. And then I guess like they, they never really explain, like does he go in with people and then just run away at some point or they bring him back or uh, I guess he probably he he's probably as so much a hassle that they just bring him they back they don't deal like, with hey, him I'm yeah. not dealing with this kid I love his relationship because these are with, like, like foster the... parents they're not adopting anybody they're yeah. foster parents so. I love his relationship with the social worker like I love like all of their like like I hate you I fucking hate you too <laughs> <laughs> just want you to know um I think the the family's the Vasquez's is that is that who they are the Vasquez, yeah. 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 And I, I like them because they're a couple that were also foster kids. So yeah. They, they know what it's like, and that's why they're bringing all these kids into their home. And the dad mm-hmm. has a cool soul patch, so you know he's cool. Like He's if, not he's not going to be the tough guy, dad. He's a cool dad. If anyone watches The Walking Dead, um, it's played by the actor who's like the right-hand man for Ezekiel in The Walking Dead. And he's Does he have a soul awesome. patch in the movie? No, but he's ah. awesome. He's, a, he's just an awesome dude. Like glasses, so you know I'm sophisticated, but soul patch, so you know I'm kind of chill. Like, <laughs> it's the best of both worlds. Um, so yeah, Billy Batson does a really good job of the uh, the sales pitch, which I, I kind of wonder, like, why does he even kind of put on the show? Because he has no interest really in in being with these people or getting adopted. It seems like so, like, why even? So go? if you, I, from what I know, if you don't get into like a foster home or like you've been pushed or like pushed out so many times you end up going into like a group home and that is not a nice place um which is kind of like a foster home but it's like a group home where it's like all the outcast kids that nobody wants go there that just doesn't sound fun yeah they do a really good job of like selling billy batson as the good kid if you if you haven't read this before the first because he he is very very nice at the beginning and then as they're leaving he calls them like idiots or something whatever and the social worker's like quiet they're gonna hear you <laughs> and that's when you're like oh this kid's kind of a little douche <laughs> so anyways the Vasquez family decides to take him in and they have they home like five or six other foster children already which we're all gonna meet them momentarily and they're like you know like the nicest people ever obviously because that's you know how it goes um it's it's christmas time for some reason I, I i remember reading this the first time thinking like they were gonna do something with that and they never really do but like it's set in christmas time and you like see santa claus stuff throughout the book but they never really like like they, it could have been set any time like it's, Jeff Johns doesn't really do anything with it so yeah um <laughs> not a major spoiler but santa claus is one of the best parts of the movie oh geez <laughs> I would I imagine that they were going with like a whole, um, like, because Christmas time is like family, that's time. The family time. So yeah. I think that's maybe what they were going for. Oh, that yeah, that, that might be it. Or I guess they do kind of do something with it because they give him a present and stuff at the well, end. Yeah. Right? So like, okay, yeah, I guess maybe like that. It's somewhat crucial to the story. What, what did you What did you kinda... think that they were going to do with Christmas stuff? Like, did you well, imagine they were going to go on like a Christmas adventure well, like, with no, Santa Claus? Not necessarily. <laughs> it's just it's just a very specific time to set a story in. So you're assuming if you chose that, there was a reason for it. Well, I, w- I would think a more specific time is if they wanted to do like 
it's St. Patrick's Day time. <laughs> yeah, that would, <laughs> that would be, be more specific. But I'm saying, like, why? I guess, like, why set it in a specific time of year? Like, what couldn't it just been like any? You know what I'm saying? Like the fact mm-hmm. that they let you know that it's like the holidays. I was expecting, like, I oh. also imagine it would be even crappier around Christmas time because you don't have a family, even yeah. though. Yes, this family is bringing him in. You're still not. Mm-hmm. You're still new. You don't know these people. It'd still be kind of. It'd still suck. Definitely. So here are the other members of the. Uh, they're not the. I'm um, not the Batson family, I guess, because Billy was it. But the other members of the Vasquez Foster family, whatever the Shazam family, I guess. Uh, so we have Mary, who's been around forever. She's a Golden Age character as well. She's been around almost as long as Billy Batson's been around because in the 40s sidekicks were very very popular and like oh even though he's already a kid we're gonna give him a kid sidekick too and so we got miss mary marvel uh freddie freeman is uh, like kylie mentioned earlier a character that's been around for a long time darla is kind of the like really young she's the youngest one that's very kind of naive mary is the oldest one um she's 17 so she's like almost an adult but she's not quite old enough to be uh, Freddie, I don't think they really give him an age, but he's he he seems he must be close to Billy's age, I would think, because they seem like they have the closest connection. So. so yeah, they go to school together. Uh, yeah. Pedro is the is the other one, right? The bigger the bigger mm-hmm. kid. Yeah. Um, and then oh god, well, Eugene is the is the, yep. the smart kid, right? Okay, and he's kind of the the stereotypical nerd character. There's not a whole lot to him. He's just the one that's gonna be like, well, actually, this this and this. <laughs> Well, that's actually. him yeah that's him and uh you know maybe they'll flesh him out at some point but uh not not yet mrs vasquez asks if anybody wants hot chocolate they all say i do and billy batson looks very annoyed <laughs> especially <laughs> when like that. especially when like earlier when he's like i love hot chocolate or whatever in yeah the interview. yeah <laughs> very very funny and yes yeah, so darla is like so like on board with like oh you're our new brother like welcome to our family and billy's just not having any of it and pretty quickly he's like um none of like he's he's revealing he's revealing his his true personality pretty quickly here yeah so they go to like way to go thanks a lot for making her cry yeah oh she has a sad story too so yeah you feel like so sad for her yeah so mary's parents are dead Mm -hmm. and i think was it Freddie's parents are in jail or yep. one of the other kids' parents Freddy's were in parents. jail? Um, Darla's parents were just like... We don't want you. Yeah, basically. Um, which is which is pretty cruel. It makes you wonder, was, like, was it really that or was it more just like maybe they couldn't handle it? I don't know. Like, There's lots of people that give up kids for adoption that's not necessarily because we just don't want you. Like, But either way... It, I think you'd probably be surprised. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying that nobody does that. I'm just saying not every kid that's given up is like, get the hell out of here, child. One out of eight. One out of eight, yeah. (laughs) We don't Um, know why Eugene or Pedro were in there. Pretty sure I brought this up in like every Doomsday Clock episode, but I don't think anybody draws faces better than Gary Frank. He is just so good. I'll take him. Because he has this way of drawing people in like a way that's not always attractive. That's what I like. Like their facial expressions. Like it's not always like caught in the most perfect frame. Mm-hmm. And like there's something like beautiful about that because it feels like kind of more realistic. Like yeah, nobody looks good all the time. Like sometimes your facial expressions are kind of like you know what I mean, kind of off. So uh, Billy has this this picture of his parents because he doesn't remember his parents. 
Oh, hold on. Someone is at the door, so I'm gonna assume that's in the corridor. Maybe cue the Mister Rogers if, music. If if a murderer is Let's coming, go see who's at the door, neighbor. Send the police. <laughs> Kids, it's Postman McCord. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, it was not a murderer at all. It is, in fact, McCord. So to catch McCord up to speed, uh, Billy Batson has just arrived at his foster home and has already pissed off all the other foster kids and is now looking at this picture of his parents that he has. So, okay. Just so you know. So we haven't gotten too far into the story yet. Gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, he doesn't remember his parents, but he does have this one picture of them where they're at the zoo and there's this tiger in the background that kind of comes back into play numerous other times i love this panel of the of the the face in the clouds so good man (laughs) gary frank is the bomb um darla as emotional as she is she also like is very forgiving like she's she's just a good like love her so much yeah Yeah, she's adorable i'm really excited to see her portrayal in the movie which again you should be excited for that for sure um, and I love Mary too. I love like I love her maturity. I love that she's kind of the one that kind of holds them together, especially in the new Jeff Johns series. Like she really kind of takes a leadership role of their kind of little group that they have, because she is the most mature one. She's the oldest one out of all of them. So like I, I don't know. I, I appreciate her character quite a bit. Well, she also had some. They also mentioned that she had some struggles herself. Oh, for and, sure. And she's been able to overcome those. And so, in a way, she's also able to relate to those and help other people kind of overcome their own issues. Definitely. They they basically in the morning like we're gonna go to school. Billy's like, why the hell would you go to school? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's just a terrible child at the beginning of this book. Like, he's, but at the same time, like. Jeff Johns has a really good way of like walking this line of like you still want to root for him though he never really becomes unlikable but he is like not a good kid <laughs> at all I love the idea of like Freddie Freeman just like writing all these like fake doctor's notes for people <laughs> and like selling them <laughs> I don't know if that's done in the movie but it's funny here um, and like somebody gets really upset because he gave him like a note for like a, a woman's disease or yeah. something yeah and, and, uh, and yeah <laughs> And then the teacher asked him if uh, when he was going to get his hysterectomy. <laughs> <It's> so good. <laughs> he plays it off so good too, where it's like you. He's like, I want my money back. He's like, Here, how about next one's on me or whatever. Next two. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Man, I just remember way too many things. <sighs> I'm like repeating dialogue. Straight. <laughs> no, I knew it was two. I just wasn't. There's these characters in this book um, that are the because they. They don't. Is it like a private school they go to? It's like it's a it's a nicer school, right? Because they. I, I think for where, what where they live. It's a rich public school. Yeah, yeah. because at one yeah, point it's one like of the, the top public schools in the in the district. Is yeah, because one of the principals yeah. even says like, you know how hard it was to get Billy in here, or whatever. Um. So there's these two kids that are, uh, wealthy kids because their father makes a lot of donations to they 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 kind of go into the cliche of like they're the dumb kids but they're only there because their father makes a lot of money and donates a lot of money um so i'm surprised you glossed over the name of the school i don't even remember the name of the school it was Fawcett. oh yeah like Fawcett <laughs> comics okay <laughs> okay it's history lesson i also like that uh, like up to this point is that mm-hmm. kind of fucked up on dc's part like let's name the school after the company we ran out of business <laughs> <laughs> it, it's also worth noting that 
aside from the foster parents, every other adult in this issue so far are all horrible human beings. Yeah, <laughs> like true. every single one of them yep. are terrible. Yeah, it's pretty true. I we were mentioning earlier though. I love the social worker. Like I love her and Billy's. Like it's so good. Like they're both just so dumb with each other. Because doesn't she mention something where she's like, "I'm about to retire" or something? Like I can't yeah. have you like ruining yeah, my I, record. I, I, I can't. I can't have a runaway on my, especially with my pension coming. Yeah, out. that's what it is. Like yeah, don't ruin. Like, come on. I, yeah. So <laughs> Billy at this point has you know not given a crap about any of the other the other kids in his new foster family, but he does stick up for them when the uh, the rich kids start to kind of beat up on him, which is really good because it's like he he doesn't like bullies. That's that's his whole stick. I don't care for bullies. Yeah, that that comes back later too in the definitely. Story. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then they're in like the principal's office, and now a rich dad guy shows up. I don't even remember his name. It was obviously with Matt. It's important. Richard Branson, apparently. Mr. Briar. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he looks yeah. like. Yeah. That's that. That's definitely who they uh, modeled remind, that. He after reminds for me sure. of the of the Lionel Luther from Smallville. That's who he reminds me. Yeah. Of. Yeah. That's a good. That's a, I cannot remember that actor's name, but who also interesting. <laughs> that's interesting you bring that why, up. <laughs> who also happens to be in the movie. Does he play him in the movie? <laughs> not Oh not, I was like, I will shit myself. <laughs> he he does he doesn't play What the hell well, is his name? He uh I know this. Um something Glover. Yes, thank you. It's not Donald. John <laughs> John Glover. There you go. John Glover. It's not Donald. I know that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> yes, it's, it's John Glover. Oh, okay. uh, but yeah, yeah. he—he's he, very good too. He does—he does play a more or less critical role, albeit small. Okay, small but critical role in the movie as well. Nice to see. I love DC. Seems like they like to do that quite a bit because they have such a long history in film and television. They like to bring people back, even if it's just in cameos. You know, well, and like, he was know. like one of two good actors in that. In Smallville, yeah. so <laughs> both the both both the Luthers, both Luthers. yeah, both the Luthers, yeah. <sighs> So yeah, and um, Justin Hartley, the Green Arrow. Yeah, <laughs> I love that guy so much. They're in the principal's office, and 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 it's basically the whole thing. Can't be fighting, can't be doing any of that. I love that Billy just like doesn't give a shit, and he like straight just goes to him and like threatens him, like, "Hey, don't ever touch those, like, don't ever bully those kids again." And like he's so like put off by that too. He's like, what the hell? Like this little kid, like yeah. you understand who I am? <laughs> um, so we get some more of Dr. Savannah here, and they're um they're in Baghdad and they're looking for it basically there's like this myth of Black Adam that he used to exist or whatever, and he's like looking for him, right? Um when they get there, there's like these hieroglyphics and stuff that are hidden that he can't see at first until he gets like shocked in the in the eye that's how he gets the cool looking eye that he has with the cool like uh Harry so Potter he's looking star. for him because yeah. um his this whole thing with his family that yeah he science his family. Save yeah them, maybe and he magic. needs magic so that's why he's looking for them the scar for always him. reminds me too much of the fearless leader though from rocky and bullwinkle oh yeah 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 like just like the monocle like that's the first thing i thought of when i saw this page when i was i was like <laughs> moose oh, yeah. and squirrel like that's like straight up like Fearless leader. McCord gave a thumbs down. I'm curious why. I don't know oh, did why. you give a thumbs down? Yeah. <laughs> I I just think the whole uh, my family's in trouble, so I need to find magic is uh, is a trope that's been overplayed. Personally, that's fair. Per- I agree. Personally, 
I'm not a fan of cliches I, either. So I think, I, 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 I think it's just one of those. I mean, some some work better than others. Some cliches work better than others. Yeah. Um, I kind of rolled my eyes at this one, uh, un- unfortunately. And I think they kind of, I don't, I don't think they spent enough time on Shivago, um as much as they should have. It's kind of like, and he's here, and then he just mentions his family, and then he's in here. You mean, or in the yeah, movie? In here. Oh, okay. In the archaeological dig, like. Yeah, he's not in it very he's, much. He's I mean, very it's... much a plot device to get to Black Adam. Like, it's clearly, like, he has a purpose in this book to get Black Adam. Once we get Black Adam, we don't really need him anymore. Yeah. yeah. Is he, has he popped up in the new stuff yet? Savannah, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would imagine, like, he would with yeah. this cliffhanger oh, yeah. on the this The whole, like, first Again, quarter there are of this four book, I felt is just, was, I, I felt it was very rushed, and I felt it was not enough character development is just like okay here's the situation okay i'm really trying to get to this point over here and i felt like i'd agree with i you. think they could have extended that a little bit longer okay. and well, got I, into it a little and I bit more wonder, i mean did they know when they were going into this that oh this is just gonna be backup story for justice league for mm-hmm. however long it, it did or did they have it planned out as okay? We're going to write this as like here's an issue and here's an issue. Or are we going to do four pages? At I a think time? the plan was to do it in backup issues and then launch it into the ongoing series Which after. But it well, it did. It just took well, four yeah. years <laughs> later before it's like oh, Jeff in, Johns's Shazam series is in, finally coming in, out in true DC fashion. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to launch something yeah. next year. Just yeah. kidding. It's going to be the year after that. Well, we're pushing that back. Well, yeah. They could do the do Marvel you, method and launch it and then launch it again in the next year. Yeah. yeah but Here Doom, it is again. Even Doomsday Clock's not done yet. Oh, no. <laughs> Same creative team, too. <laughs> oh, well. That Gary makes, Frank is so good. Though. That makes sense. The, yes. The, Gary the, Frank the art, is so the artwork good. Here, the artwork here is very good. Um, but, yeah, especially this first part uh, of, the, of the book, I wasn't super duper a fan of. Because mm-hmm. I just felt it was just like, and here we are, and here we are, and here we are again. And it's just kind of something like, well, I guess we'll just have to roll with it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It it just kind of glosses over a lot of things that I think they could have delved okay. into more that would have brought out more. Uh, I don't know, a more of an emotional response. I think. I do like the page here with the uh, the Vasquez's that are like. Uh, I like them. What, yeah, I do too. And like the idea of him being like, you know, hey, like Billy's obviously been through some stuff. Like I tried to help him up and he looked at me like no one's ever tried to help him before. Yes, like, that's that's probably good. the best line in the book. Yeah, actually. It's, it's there's some really good stuff. All the stuff with the tigers really, really good. Like that Jeff Johns guy, he kind of knows how to write stuff. Well, it's really hard not to compare this to the movie and McCord will understand. But it, I, I feel um, and it's usually not this way with movies. I feel a lot of this stuff is more fleshed out in the movie. You see, and some of these characters are a lot more fleshed out. As they probably should be. I, I wasn't going to say it, but since you brought it up, um, so to be fair, to be honest, I knew next to nothing of Shazam until I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and read it because the movie made me want to read it. And I liked the movie better than I liked the book. Uh, and I think it's, and I think it is because of that, because we do get to go into a little bit more of, especially this beginning part, mm-hmm. um, where and and some of the ways that that this plays out, I felt was a lot more natural in the movie than it is in a little here. more organic. Yeah, um, and I, I think that's my, I think that's my biggest issue with with this book is that I really thought the movie did a better job of doing it. Mm-hmm. Freddie wakes up and sees Billy snuck out and left pickles on the floor for some reason. 
No, I know, but you <laughs> don't know slob. that. You don't know that yet. What a slob. He just leaves them on the floor. Like, like didn't even put them in the garbage. It makes me sad. I love pickles. Oh, for, for, a, for a crippled kid, Freddie moves around pretty quick, though. Like, he catches up to him pretty quick. You'd think, like, at that point, it's like, he's okay, had, well. He's had some experience. Do they ever say what he has? Crippled kiditis. Polio? Crippled kiditis? <laughs> I don't know. They don't say. His parents were anti-vaxxers, and he got polio. He's like oh, the one no. kid that I has... say back in the. I want to say back in the day. I think that, that's probably polio. what it yeah. was. Yeah, but like they it's, never say in here. Yeah. I don't know if they give an explanation in the movie. No, they don't. Okay, it's probably some kind of palsy now. Maybe but. for the better. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I do like all the stuff with Billy and the tiger. That it's like because I don't know my family, you're the closest thing that I feel a connection to because like you you're in that picture. Like I they've known each other I guess for so long. Um, obviously, anytime you bring an animal into it, it just and then the 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 tiger freaks because Freddy's like sneaking up behind Billy. He's like, "What the hell are you doing here?" And uh, they argue for a little bit, and he's, you know, it's it's more or less the same. Uh, back with in Baghdad, Doctor Savannah is now he now he can see everything because he has the connection to magic, so he can see all of the stuff on the walls that the other guys can't see. So I guess magic is just like floating orbs <laughs> that's what i yeah i guess uh, well that's that's how it appears if you can see it okay then it's just floating orbs and most most people most people here at least mm-hmm. can't see the mm-hmm. magic but when zavago does he can see floating orbs mm-hmm. and in the and in the movie uh dr savannah is <laughs> played by uh what's his name that played sinestro in the green lantern movie which mark was strong mark strong he yeah. was wasted in a bad green lantern movie but he was a really good sinestro he, in that movie so it's good they like oh redemption for mark strong like he got to come back and be another dc villain i i liked him i liked him a lot i liked yeah. him in green lantern when i liked next to nothing else like he was really good at sinestro it's like man you, this poor guy is like given a lot more effort than this movie deserves <laughs> you know so uh yeah again he wants to find black adam they find black adam it's a cool splash page because gary frank it's, beautiful. Oh, it's yeah. so it's so cool <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't look like the rock at all damn you <laughs> the rock's better the, looking the, the rock the rock's better looking. or <laughs> I'm not, oh. <laughs> I, I, I would never say anything other than the rock's better looking for everybody. Wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case if Dwayne Johnson ever listens to me say anything, well, he listens, always he talk listens to the show. The so otherwise, <laughs> he's our biggest. Fan, he's, huh? he's a big fan of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the biggest. I think he'll he'll, he'll the make largest. a great Black Adam. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. I mean, for he was. Uh, so that was excited. one of the credits that popped up at the beginning. Was executive producer or producer. Oh, really? I mean, he's one of the producers. Oh, that's cool. It just... I I I, was like two minutes late. I didn't see. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, I love the way, like, how quickly, like, Jeff Johns needs to establish this is a bad dude that doesn't care. So, like, right off the bat, he's like, oh, you can speak my language. You can't burn. (laughs) Like... (laughs) You and you, and you're thinking he's just gonna drop him and let him fall. No, he fries him and just okay. Then he throws him down, <laughs> and you're done. He didn't want him to suffer, you know. <laughs> he's very merciful. I'm gonna let you fall. Black, to black, your black, death. black Adam's merciful. He's very merciful. Um, and it I love, I love when they get into his backstory stuff mm. towards the end of this book. So freaking good, man. Okay, so they go to the uh, bully's house. The, yep, the rich kids' house. And uh, because Freddy 
tells Maria, he's like, yeah, I know where they live. And what were they trying to do? Were they trying to like... They're trying to break into his car. They were going to just okay. throw it into neutral and let, it, let oh, Destiny he, take its car. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, they, they were going to push okay. it down a hill. <laughs> which would have been amazing. Yeah. Which is Santa. Uh, they push Santa over. Santa. I know. <laughs> If you really um, want to know you, how you're big gonna of a pass dick over is. a big moment that they're gonna go into when he talks to the wizard is that he makes Freddy hide because he can't run very fast. That's true. Well, so well, he can't run. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said it yourself. He gets around yeah. really quick, but he's not running. <laughs> but not he's not he's not fast enough. So yes, yeah, so it's little Billy, moments like that where you're like, okay, Billy like is not a complete dick. Like, right. he, like, like the fact that he he's like, hey, hide I was just gonna say he has the embers. <laughs> well, even when he hears Starless feeling, you can tell that you know when when Mary gives well, after him, Mary what, kind of four, yeah. And he's like, oh shit. She's like, yeah, thanks for making her cry, yeah. asshole. <laughs> Nicest little girl in this whole house. He just gotta come in and just wreck her. Um, so I really like Mary. She's probably my favorite character. Mary's in the book. great. Like I say, you'd love the new. The I know. New I am so it's great. Really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I I mean that. I like Mary's in general. <laughs> so, um, if you've seen the trailer, this is the scene from the trailer. He runs for the bullies, gets on the subway, and then Billy Batson, and then everybody but he disappears. Doesn't speak before, well, yeah, but <laughs> just it's not exactly the same. Okay? But like, but like when the first trailer it came out, frost over. <laughs> when the trailer came out, it was the first thing I thought of, and then rereading yeah. this again, I'm like, oh yeah, it's like straight. They're just like. Like, it makes me feel like someone just had a copy on set. Like, okay, what are we doing? Like, okay, first we're going to just, you know, <laughs> just do this. Or they do it better. Whoa, whoa. There, there, are, there are a lot of things in here where I was like, oh, I wish they would, that would have been in there. I wish they would have explained that. Yeah, but but I like... I don't want to I don't want to give too much away. Yeah. No, but I, I like what was omitted from between the book and the movie. Like, what, what was taken... What... what is in the book here that wasn't in the movie that they kind of like hinted at could be a possibility yeah. for stuff later on. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they just did a really good job as far as like book to movie adaptation and really making it accessible. I think they did a really good job. So Billy's in the, uh, liz- the lizards, the wizards, <laughs> the wizards lair. And the lizard has learned that Black Adam is out. He's like, ah, shit. That dude's up. <laughs> um, Just call him the lizard now. Yeah. <laughs> Black Adam. <laughs> yeah. None of us can speak. Oh, Not is, great for a podcast. This is great radio. Um, I love like the statue of the of the seven sins and all that stuff. They're not statues; it's magic. Or, you know what I mean? The statues are that you know what I. It's mean. holograms. You know what? I can't speak. It's holograms. Yeah, I think it's magic, Mary. <laughs> it's aliens. holograms is magic. It's, it's true. I've seen some crazy holograms. <laughs> Been able to harness you the saw magic. That Tupac one, right? <laughs> No, the Loki one at San Diego Comic Con was the best. Like no. all the lights went out, and Loki was standing in every aisle, and then it flashed, and they all disappeared, and Loki appeared on stage. That was sweet. and now people in Vegas are paying like two hundred fifty bucks to watch a hologram Michael Jackson sing to him for two hours. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like guys, <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> the videos are all online, guys. <laughs> Just um, the wizard, the wizard. Um, he's 
uh, he's not as big of a part <laughs> of of this as he has been in previous versions. Jeff Johns kind of gets him out of like in a lot of the yeah. previous versions of Shazam, he like lives. Like, he's, he's still, still around. He's yeah, still yeah, yeah. around, and he's kind of like a mentor yeah. for for old Billy. The wizard says he's a young boy. He isn't. He's not the yeah. one. He's like, why have you br- like why have you brought me a child? <laughs> and uh, it, it basically what it comes down to is like he's Shazam's last resort because yeah. like crap, Black Adam's up. I don't really. He's like, you're gonna have to do. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I love that part. Like he searched for centuries. Like, well, well that didn't work. All right. Like, um, because before you. he had time to burn. <laughs> just, so it's just like, yeah, whatever. Kid. Yep. Before there was like no no re- like no pressure. It's like, it's like yeah, Black Adam's asleep. When the guy comes, the guy comes. <laughs> now Black Adam's up. It's like ah oh, crap. I can just see some like movie director auditioning like 300 different people and spends weeks and months and then he just walks out on the street and is like yeah screw it hey you over there yeah. come in my movie like, <laughs> you're gonna have to yeah. <laughs> you look good right take my chances on you can you act <laughs> no good <laughs> I'm sure you'll do fine, yeah, sure you'll do fine. <laughs> that's basically um, what the wizards I really say. like yeah. a lot I'm of sure the dialogue right. yep. I like the dialogue here <laughs> of, like, like, 10, but oh well. yeah. of Billy explaining to Shazam that like good people don't exist basically like like that's his outlook yeah. on the world is like because like he's been put through hell already he's only 15 but like he's seen the ugly side of people and the ugly side of the world or at least the version of it that he lives in and like shazam kind of buys it for a second too he's like yeah. oh crap he's like, there's no good people anymore <laughs> oh well all right i'll pick you he's like he's like i don't know how old you are he's like something like you've been down here for a while he's like i don't know what people used to be like but people are basically garbage now <laughs> and like when you're reading this, you're like, "Truth, <laughs> <laughs> preach, brother, preach." <laughs> Spitting some facts right now, and uh, they don't do the joke from the trailer where he's like, "Shay, say Shazam," and Billy laughs. They don't do that here. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually really like that part. <laughs> love. We got the cool splash page for Black Adam, and then we got a cool splash page for so uh, good. Yeah. Um, Shazam's New 52 redesign is definitely one of the better ones. I still think the splash page at the beginning is the better Shazam splash page. Where he has, like, the lightning eyes and when stuff. he's, like, down. Yeah. And, yeah. When he's in, like, a Batman pose. So I was thinking, like, ter- naked Terminators. He's just coming uh, from the Oh, my trace. gosh. Um, <laughs> a lot of the New 52 redesigns are garbage, and that's why a lot of them didn't stick around. Shazam's redesign with, like, not having the cape go over the one shoulder anymore but instead of having it be a hood and the whole thing like that all works instead of that like little half cape thing that he had before yeah didn't didn't much care the belt's a little too big though like like mm. that's that's a little much guys why are you nitpicking just because <laughs> it needed to, it needed some color yeah it needed to be broken up i feel like he's compensating yeah. for something you know what they say about a big belt buckle man is a big waist. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I mean, he's like, "Oh, look, I'm big and I'm strong." I'm gonna and destroy all this. something. Yeah, yeah. He's like, the best way to like thank this person for giving me powers is like, I'm gonna destroying his property. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, please do not waste your powers. <laughs> Which at first, I remember reading that the first time. I was like, oh, is he going to be like Spawn? Does he have like a ticking time <laughs> clock? Like he, like it runs out at some point? Dude, that'd be better. They don't do that. They don't do it. I mean, that. I, like be there's a time I think it kind of does because that's what basically this is He's is happening. He's like, I'm, it's not working for me where I'm about to die. I need to transfer mm-hmm. this over. I think eventually he will, but I don't think he can just go out there and use it all up like Spawn. Another good thing that we 
that we didn't mention, I think we kind of glossed over earlier, but I, I do like that they bring it up just because it's a really dumb criticism that people give of Shazam, where it's like, well, how can he say his name if every time he transforms he has to say it so how can he not like say my name is Shazam it's like you have to say it with a purpose like the wizard explains like you have to say it with integrity with purpose like you have to mean it so like you can say like oh my name is Shazam which he does earlier like oh because the one lady's like who are you like um Shazam like he doesn't transform every time he says the word so I think that was like Jeff Johns's way of like let's put this in there because people are gonna bitch. Yeah. And even there's a lot of people that didn't read this that still point that out every single time. But just like the whole like Clark Kent thing with like, how come no one recognizes him with the glass? It's like they explain that in the comics all the, it's the time. DC universe and they're all a little stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> it's like people people that don't people that don't read Superman. He works in a press room. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> nobody figured this out. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> That's like my favorite scene on uh, Lois and Clark where someone's like, oh, here, Clark, let me see your glasses. Uh, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. The best scene from Lois and, the Clark, Lois and Clark is when he puts the costume on for the first time and it's like, he's like standing there with Martha Kent and he's like, I don't know, mom, you think tights is the way to go? Whatever. He's like, don't you think I need a mask? Like, aren't people going to recognize my face? She's like, she's like, honey, in that outfit, no one's going to be looking at your face. <laughs> he's like, mom. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah that's he's, like, he's like, yeah, mom. <laughs> it was Dean Kane before he was, never mind. We're just going to move on from that. So um, Shazam goes and he's like, there's a lady there. Or he was like trying to rip off somebody's purse or something, wasn't it? No. Oh, wait, no. Oh, that's later. He finds Freddie first. Yep. And he's like, hey, look, it's me. It's not nearly as cool as You're the, the ah. trailer for the movie where he's like, don't get upset or whatever. He has like that sign. Don't scream. The don't scream. Literally says but don't he doesn't scream. have the yeah. sign in the comic books just so everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. um, they go back to the bully's house and uh, just freaking destroys the freaking rich dude's car, which I love. He deserves it. Oh, yeah. Like wholeheartedly. Um, I love that, like showing his like effect on like electrical stuff. Mm which is really cool. But I mean, it's just like artistically, visually pleasing to look at. Um, so here's where like, uh, he, yeah, there's like a lady that's purse is getting ripped off. He just like, uh, at first I was like, he killed that guy. I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it, they, I, I think they had to add in that owl because it's like, because that's a, your first instinct is that who is dead. <laughs> Especially like, you see like how much force he hits him with. Yeah. He hits him with. Um, and again, like Billy's still kind oh, of a yeah. little shit where she's like, How can I repay you? He's like, Well, I'm a little short on cash. <laughs> like, what a douche. <laughs> they're like, Yeah, score. We're going to be rich. <laughs> and like 15 year old boys would do, like, their whole quest is beer. Like, yeah. <laughs> we need to get beer. Like, like that's like, you you find this magic power that makes you an adult. And like, that's his first, like, Dude, we can go get some beer. beer. Pornography. Let's do it. Well, they didn't go that way. But then, they, well, no, but then but they, they get there, and he's like, "What can I do?" And they're like, "They just get junk they food." All, I hear they all. That's taste like, like that's crap. like my favorite back and forth in the whole book. It's like, wait, why do we want beer again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Black Adam and Doctor Savannah are uh, back in New York, and like, I love like <laughs> him being like, "Oh, times have changed. This is called a city." He's like, "I know what a fucking city yeah. is." <laughs> 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 I'm old. I'm not stupid. <laughs> The city wasn't invented until like 1900. (laughs) Come on now. And Black Adam's awesome, man. I have questions about his place at the end of this book because I haven't read a lot of stuff from in between that because like he's in Doomsday Clock and stuff. I don't remember him coming back. We'll get there, I guess. 
Um, I read him in. Somehow explain something. Yeah. I, I read when, when he came back. Okay. What did he come back in? Uh, I, but I can't remember what the book was. Someone out there tweet us and let us know. No, it was, uh, well, it was, it was the Adam who let him out. Because the Adam was on a mission with Stormwatch, with like the engineer and Frankenstein, and, and they got in trouble. And so the Adam goes in and unlocks uh, Black Adam to basically save them all. Black Adam just comes in and just like kills all the aliens. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, I mean, I read when he came back, I, but I, I can't for the life of me remember what story it was. I took like two years off from comics, like around the time this was kind of ending. So it's like, I don't remember him coming back, but then he's in Doomsday Clock. But I, okay. I, and Black Adam I, murders somebody now. Yeah. Just cause. Everyone's running away. It's and he's pretty, like, why are they running away from me? It's pretty brutal too. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, things haven't changed at all. Like pharaohs used to like, abuse their slaves and stuff back in the day because at first they're like protesting their boss yeah and, and yeah he's he's pretty like ruthless with this dude too especially like the one panel you see like the blood splatter on the guy i'm like good lord that that's stuff the stuff like that i'm like yeah it just kind of like reeks of that like new 52 like we're not your dad's dc anymore <laughs> we're edgy and our our robin says fuck batman <laughs> i like how they explain how they can get into the um to the lizard's the lair. <laughs> the lizard's lair. <laughs> to the, they, they, yeah, they go to Future's go find... End. It was in Future's End. Oh, that was a terrible book. No wonder I... Yeah. No, I think I read all of that. I think I read all of Future's End. Huh. But yeah, that's... Might be the worst event from the New 52? It's when they... Uh, Even worse than Trinity War? Yeah, when the, when the Atom released Black Atom to fight Brainiac. Huh. The Adam A T O M released yeah. Black Adam A D A M to fight Brainiac. <laughs> so they go to Shazam's lair, but they can't get in, and that's when like Black Adam's like, "Oh crap!" The wizard picked a new a new champion. So it's like, "Okay, well now we got to go on a on a hunt for this guy because he he wants the Rock of Eternity." Um, but he can't get in because now the wizard has a new champion. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they go to like a like a thrift store and they buy him a trench coat, and uh, their their next idea is they're gonna go like, uh, they're gonna go like rob an ATM machine, like these are terrible kids. <laughs> but at the same time, yeah. though, it's like if you were to come into like these these powers, though, you probably would be like, oh crap, I could probably do it. Well, and I both of them have come from nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Both have been been, been b- bounced around in the foster system. Mm-hmm. Some of it good and some of it bad. As they as they mentioned that they they have had good experiences, but they've also had some really bad ones. And now all of a sudden, they've basically been given the powers of a god. Yeah, yeah. What, what else are you gonna do? For sure. Especially like a fifteen year old kid right. too. Like you know what I mean. I found this Let's scene very misleading stupid. because right. it's like. It's like, oh, it's really cool. They go and like awaken Sloth. Like, oh, they're probably gonna go around and, like awaken all the other. No, you don't see any more of them. No, like, only just, just this one. Wasn't there one? No, there. There's the other one. But but they don't. Pride. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they, they show the one girl. But Pride, it's like, I think. Maybe. Yeah, but, but none like of the other ones they show. Yeah, yeah, because I'm like, oh, this is probably gonna be their little thing. Well, and it's and, like, oh, and at that point, when not. I got to this point and I'm feeling what's left of the book in my hand, I'm mm-hmm. like, there's no way they're gonna go through all seven of these because that's gonna be the rest of the book. And they don't. And I'm fine with that. I I don't have an issue with that at all. <laughs> I love uh, I it's the panel we passed earlier, but it's like right after they buy the trench coat, and Freddie's like, "We got ten dollars left." They're both like, "Food." <laughs> <laughs> and so this is where they go to the ATM machine, and turns out somebody else was robbing that same <laughs> bank 
that uh and they explained earlier too that like the shazam powers are like drawn to situations of like need or whatever so like he always ends up in places that he's gonna be needed somewhere um so he he does like bust the atm machine open though it just has it start spitting out money but then the robber guys show up and then they they fight those guys for a little bit and And then they shoot at him and they ruin his trench coat yeah, poor. He just barely got that. Was a new trench coat that was too. Ten dollar. That and was then, a ten dollar trench coat. And too. then they run yeah. off, and they're like, "Oh, well, <laughs> I only have forty something dollars now, or whatever." Right? Yeah. 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 And again, this other dude that he throws into the stop sign, I'm like, he killed that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you can see how like much force he hits it with. Because uh, it was like a Ferrari or something, wasn't it? And this guy was trying to hotwire it. Yeah. And yeah. so he just throws him into a. Into a stop sign, like he hits it head first too. I'm like he's he's at the very like at the very best, like he's concussed, like he's probably got some some trauma. He's just sleepy. Don't blum Tucker now. Shazam, fly. Yeah, well, because he, he sees because uh, he believes he can fly. I believe. <laughs> Actually, we probably shouldn't be bringing Dude, up. Don't, 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 don't. We shouldn't be bringing up R. Kelly at this time. Oh, um, he's the real Black Adam. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> this is where he sees the friend Francesca girl. Francesca girl. Uh, he sees her that she can appear to him in any like any reflection. like reflection objects and stuff. Um, that only people that have a connection to magic can see her and hear her. So and then they go flying. Wee. Last splash pages. I love it though, because you know it's Gary Frank. Uh, so this is where Sh- uh, not Shazam. Shazam's already here. This is where Black Adam shows up, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this guy." And so as long as Billy is Shazammed, uh, Black Adam can find him because they both have a connection to the Rock together. of Eternity. So yes. like he can like trace him. Basically. He can sense him. And this is where, like, Dr. Savannah basically takes a backseat. Like, you don't really see him again after this. Like, okay. His, well, you his find poor out little that, eye uh, hurts. He, he can kind of use the magic, but that he's still a human. Mm-hmm. So it's he can't killing handle him. It. He can't, yeah. His body can't handle it. This is where they awaken the other... Uh, so the more he uses his and... eye is the more damaging. I do like how Shazam is jealous of Black Adam's costume. Yeah, he's like, like so black cool. is so cool. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh man, you got a black costume? That looks way better than mine. <laughs> they fight, and uh, he he gets snot beat out of him, or blood beat out of him, I guess, to be more specific. He finds that he can bleed, and that that like scares him, because I think for this whole time, he's like, oh, I'm like, I must be immortal. Like, well, I'm... he had bullets shot at him, and yeah. nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that this guy draws Which happens blood in the from trailer, him, I believe. Yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Um, so rich dude, Mister Briar, whatever his name was, he's at the Vasquez house, basically Accusing raising Billy. hell with like three or four cops. He's like, I want to have him tried as an adult, and I'm gonna have him put away, and I'm gonna ruin his life. And then he like goes after the the foster parents too. He's like, I'm gonna ruin your life too. Ah, I'm rich and upset. <laughs> <laughs> Sue me for what? <laughs> And uh, <laughs> at this point, Billy said. and Freddie have been gone for over a day. So it's like, we haven't seen Billy in, like, since yesterday. Like he, We think he ran away. Which I'm like, shouldn't you have probably reported that? <laughs> like, after 24 hours, like, before 24 hours, you should, if you haven't seen your kid for 24 hours, you probably should have called somebody. It's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? I told you last <laughs> night, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, 
Billy turns back into Billy, so now Shazam can't find him, any, or Black Adam can't find him anymore. So Black Adam is basically like, I'm just going to keep tearing shit up until he reappears. And so he really has like a hatred for humanity, basically. Like he just thinks people are garbage. Which like obviously is supposed to be parallel to Billy's interpretation of the world at the beginning of this book that he yeah. just believes that people are garbage. Not to the extent of this guy, but you know. Freddy knows that Black Adam is after Billy. Yeah. Not Billy. Freddy. What did I say? And I don't know. You had it right the first time, I believe. Freddy okay. goes and tells uh, all the other kids like immediately everything that's going on and then they're like, I probably know where Billy is. And they go to the zoo. to the zoo because he's with his tiger friend again. And so he at first there was like that whole thing of like you told him I had to okay. I think people really <laughs> accept it really too quick. They, they really book. do exactly. Yeah. Like Freddie was like two panels. It's like oh it is you. Yeah. And then these I mean is that done better than the movie? All the other kids like it's more of they kind of put things together it, and yeah, they kind of realize it. Like I said, it's one of those things where the the events in the movie really happen really organically, mm-hmm. where it doesn't feel like. Oh, yep. Well, I guess that's true. You yeah. know, I mean, like there's there's a mm. process behind the scenes that is is consistently. I guess it is forward. important to just reinforce, I guess, that these were done in backup stories. So Jeff Johns was dealing true. with yeah. Jeff Johns was dealing with like five time to eight pages at a time. So like things did move quickly because you were getting these in like five page increments. Yeah. And now I, that it's all collected, it's like, oh, this feels a little rushed. But it's like and I think this is probably the exact panel you were talking about earlier where you're like oh well there's all the yeah sins it's like I've, i assumed we we're gonna see that like go track go track them down oh no they're here okay that's i fine. don't think any of the other kids really believed freddie and billy until they actually saw billy say shazam and turned into shazam because that's when they're like oh is the guy with the top the hat truth. envy is it supposed to be like green with envy is yeah. that what that's supposed to be okay. that's that's like so on the nose that it's yeah. like okay. So we got there's a few eye rollers in the book and envy and wrath and then there's sloth down here gluttony glutton gluttony okay and then who's that? <laughs> Is it sad that I couldn't have guessed because I don't think I even know the seven deadly sins. Well, I thought lust was supposed to be like a uh, sin as well. That's not lust. Yeah, lust is one of the seven deadly sins, yeah. isn't it? Which one's lust? None of them. I don't know. Pride, pride looks more <laughs> like lust. Right. See, look, you guys thought the green guy was envy. He's the sexiest one of them all. He's lust. <laughs> well, He's like, I would have thought, this, I thought she hat. was maybe lust, no but one, she's pride. No one can resist that top hat. The one with boobs must be lust, Mary? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> I'm being sexist here. It's the world we live in. <laughs> oh, it's not the world we deserve, but it's the one we got. <laughs> So now Billy's talking to the Francesca lady again, and she's on an iPad. They even specifically say iPad too, which is like usually they don't do that in comics. Yeah. They'll like come up with like some like it's a Q pad or something like some like it's my Wayne Tech pad. Like you know what this is supposed to be, but we can't say it. So here's this other thing. Like like oh iPad. Did they, did they pay for that or like did somebody pay for that? Like props to them. Uh, here's the uh, the uh, the Black Adam. So. The Francesca lady shows shows him like what happened to Black Adam, and I really like the way that they set this up. Like, oh, this poor kid was like put through all this crap. Like, oh, poor little Black Adam. Like, oh, or maybe not. And no, nope. oh, no, they did a, they did a great job because like he went the way he just they pull the rug out from he runs out going I know he's just a kid too I know how to talk to him and he runs yeah. off. 
Lucky didn't get himself killed, <laughs> yeah. honestly. He's like, oh, he's a kid too? I got this. I mean, to be honest with you, the ending of this, how he did, how he gets defeated is like, you're lucky. Because yeah. he didn't have to do that. He just felt so prideful. <laughs> it's true. Um, I, I do find the ending a little unsatisfying. I get, we'll, we'll get there, I guess. Uh, it's a little anticlimactic, I think, but... It's it's like the ending. I think even that that DC animated movie I mentioned earlier. That's how they beat him there too. It's oh. like so maybe I just like I'm numb to it already. I'm like I've seen that trick done, but you know. Say your name backwards. <laughs> say my name. Say my name. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So he goes out. He's like, I know you're a boy like me. Blow. Um. Before he can say Shazam, he grabs him by the mouth. Like, Black Adam's obviously, like, very smart. Like, hey, before we can even deal with any of that crap. And so what Black Adam wants is, like, you're going to give me the rest of your, like, give me your magic. That's what he wants. Because we're So he's we're the connected. only one so he can go into the fortress. Thing, yeah. Or, I don't know what it's called. The Cave of Wonder. The Cave of Wonder. <laughs> the, the Fortress Who of disturbs God. my slumber? <laughs> the Fortress of Shazamitude. Yeah. And this is where you find out that Black Adam was not the boy. He was the uncle. The uncle. Yep. Yeah. Uncle Adam. And Stupid Uncle Adam. Because when the when the boy gra- gets Ruined the powers and stuff first, Always. Uh, That's why he his get Uncle Adam was like, we're going to go kill everybody. He's like, we can't do that. Like, that's not. He's like, that's justice. He's like, that's revenge. It's not justice. Like, he gets psychopath really quickly. Like, he gets a little taste of power. Like, let's kill everyone that's ever wronged me. Like, oh god, that's not a dude. <laughs> Watch out for that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. God, Gary Frank, sorry. <laughs> so, like sometimes yeah, I, I just need to back. flip back. <laughs> I just need to flip back to the. And so now Billy's like, oh crap. Uh, he shazams again. Yes. And, but uh, all the sh- all the other foster kids decide they just want to hit Black Adam with a van, like that's gonna do something, which does nothing. I mean, it, it I guess it, it does enough to get Billy out of his grip long so enough for him to Shazamify, but he's not injured at all from this. And so now they're all basically hostages. He's like, "Hey, look, I got all the kids now. You're gonna give harm- me your power. Yeah, I'm, I won't harm any of them if you just give me all the magic." And then all the sins are flying around and they go into the bully's dad. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And there's this whole notion throughout this whole book of like family, like what family is. Family's not always what it could be or should be, but or like, I don't even remember the quote, but it's like family's not necessarily always what you think it has to be. And um, because even when he's talking to the Francesca lady, Mary can hear her for a part of it. It's like, oh, she has like a connection to it possibly too because they are all connected because they're family, guys. Yeah. And so instead of giving the power to Black Adam, he gives it to everybody else. Um, the Meanwhile, the wealthy guy turns into a big demon monster with a pentagon on his chest. Like... Like well, he's, 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 he's taking in all the sins at this point, right? Yeah, so now he's a big yeah. old sin monster. Yeah. He's a big sin monster. He's a big sin monster. <laughs> and he basically just he basically just looks like any album cover from like 1988. <laughs> um, <laughs> any heavy metal album Yeah. Not wrong. Like big red guy with horns of the pentagram on his chest. Like, wasn't that like Slayer's third album? And Black Adam's face is like, ooh, oh no. Like that kind of <laughs> What did you do? 
And uh, I love when he's like, give me the power. And he's like, fine, Shazam. And he's like, I don't feel any different. And then all you get this cool double splash page of all of the, uh, the uh, Shazam family that are all Shazamified now, which is really, really cool. I love all their different like individual costumes. I think they look really, really cool. Um, I love that they basically kept uh, Mary's the same. Like It's almost yeah. basically that same Golden Age costume, but she gets a cool hood now because it's New 52 and hoods are cool. <laughs> They're edgy. I like that Freddy looks like a cool surfer dude with his long locks. With his long <laughs> So everybody that has long hair, Mary just assumes that you're a surfer, bro. Yeah. Okay. Jesus, yep. Jesus was a surfer. Yep. He was. <laughs> That's why I always wore sandals. He didn't surf. He just, <laughs> he didn't, why, why do you need to surf if you just walk on the water, though? Yeah, <laughs> he was the original surfer. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was trying was to like, copy him. He was like, "Wait a minute, you guys need a board." <laughs> I ride the waves with my toes. <laughs> uh, so they all attack Black Adam. Yep. I don't know what Mary's doing. She's like way in the back. What is she? I wonder even what doing? Mary's doing. She's all not the time. <laughs> Look, she's not even touching. It's like moral support. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go, guys, go. <laughs> and me, ha <laughs> Oh, a lot of big fighty fighty stuff. No child should be alone. And then the sin Christmas. monster is doing stuff. They don't really do much with the they sin monster. They really don't. And it's it's like that's kind of anticlimactic too. This is a really cool page though of Mary fighting big devil sin monster though. I do I do enjoy that. Yeah. Um. And so, and then the tiger comes. Yeah, because he like gives power to the tiger too. Yes. And this for some reason, learn... that's like it like tips the scale too much. I guess. Yeah, he's given away too much yeah. power. Yeah. So now, since he's given the tiger power, everyone's been everybody else starts losing power. Lowered. Yes, but this yeah. is where Battle Cat comes from, right? <laughs> <For> a... <laughs> Battle Cat. <laughs> I have the power. <laughs> Never knew I needed to see Gary Frank draw a tiger until I saw it, and I was like, you know what? Respect. <laughs> What's the tiger. tiger's name again? Tilly? Tawny? Tawny. Tawny. I was like, it's not Tilly. Tawny. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Tawny. That sounds a lot closer. Okay. Not sure, but. Well, it says in the book <sighs> that I read hours ago and I've already forgotten. So then, yep, they're losing their powers. They're starting to not be able to fly or carry things. Yep, and basically the climax comes of uh, Shazam turning back into Billy and being like, "Look, I don't. You're right. I don't know how to do any of this." Because like uh, Black Adam's saying, "I'm like, you don't even know how to use the magic you have." He's like, "You know what? I don't. You're right, but I do know how to fight. Like so I've I've been a fighter. So like, how about we? Is because at this point he's still like, you're a kid too, whatever. So like, how about we fight this out like kids? And he tricks him into saying Shazam because. Because th- there's a part at the beginning of the book where he first turns to Shazam. He's like, I'm never turning back into Billy again. Like, why would you? Why wouldn't? And the only reason he does is because Black Adam can find him when he's Shazam. So he has to turn back into Billy. Yeah. So he just assumes that, like, yeah, probably you, once you got a taste of that power, you've probably never been back into your normal form since then. And, like, you still age. Like, the the Black Adam persona is immortal, but the original Adam guy is not so um immediately once he turns back into himself he like ages very quickly and dies turns to dust he gets thanos yes and then the sins are like well he's gone bye 
that's a good splash page too. There's a lot of good ones, but yeah, it's like every, every four or five pages, just splash page. And uh, yeah, Sin Monster turns back into a naked rich guy. He's like, "Oh no, machine! Stop looking at me! <laughs> Don't laugh at me!" <laughs> Find out what he was compensating for with all that <laughs> those scarves, those big scarves. Um, so now it's all. Kind of a happy thing. We're all in this together now. It's Christmas time. Yeah, Santa Magic Claus has came. his champion again. Yep, and they give Billy gifts. And he's like, what if I wasn't a douchebag? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the last little kind of cliffhanger thing we give you is Dr. Sivana with uh, Mr. Mime, who is an old... Uh, Mr. Mind, sorry, Mime. I'm like, is Mime, the, is Mr. The dude Mind? Clock one. Mr. Mind, it's an old, uh, really, really old Captain Marvel villain that uh, well it's not mr mime in doomsday clock it's just mime it's just mime yeah mr mime is a pokemon is a pokemon <laughs> that is <laughs> who will be starring in detective pikachu oh, we, really? we, we, we've seen that we he's at least in it i, was say, I don't know about starring yeah <laughs> i don't know he stole the trailer uh, he'll probably steal the show that's fair um <laughs> that mr mime scene on that so trailer is awesome. that's where the book ends at savannah is with uh mr mind now and what's and to come of that and as of yet, nothing. I was hoping you would have told me, but nothing, supposedly. Um, Mr. Mind was on the cover of the last issue. And like, oh, this is really cool. And then just never showed up showed up, or even mentioned or referenced or <laughs> anything like that. It was still really, really good, but it's just one of those things. I'm like, well, that's kind of false advertising, isn't it? <laughs> Comics, people. Like, <laughs> comic covers were the original clickbait. Oh, yeah. They were very <laughs> much so back in the day. Like, this is going to be amazing. Well, and I have a lot of people nowadays. It's that same. It's the same with variant covers, especially with. Um, I know. So I know DC does it to an extent, but Marvel's really Marvel's bad about the it, worst. Where it's like, hey, it's X Men month, so people will go, oh my god, look at this Daredevil. X Men's in this. I'm getting it, but yeah. they don't realize uh, it's just the variant cover because it's X Men month, and they'll take it home and read it and go, X Men weren't in this at all. What yeah. The hell? What was the one that Kenny was just showing me yesterday where I was like, oh, yeah, look at this variant cover for Thor and it's got like Captain Marvel on it because it's like the Adventures of yeah. Goose or whatever. I was like, oh, it's Captain Marvel yeah. in this issue? No. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> and there was another one that like Venom, like cover. Venom's on the cover of this like, I don't even remember what it was, but it was not a Venom book. I'm like, oh, is Venom in this? Oh, no. No. Yeah, I think they're getting a whole bunch of Carnage covers next. Is that? That sounds right. Why not? For their absolute Carnage event that <sighs> it's going to be doing with Donnie Cason. <laughs> Anyways, that's Shazam, guys. Jeff Johns, Gary Frank. Um, I, I think I liked it a lot more than McCord did. McCord kind of brought me down, actually, because I felt really good about it going into this. But, uh, yeah, I mean, th- there are some good points. I definitely think it doesn't uh, look as good when you look at it as like a trade versus when you have to keep in context that these were short little instances right. and that's why the story moved so quickly because he, there was limited real estate to, to do this in um, I, I still think it holds up really really well though I, when I reread it I was like oh yeah this is better than I even remember I it did being. too I remember when this story ended and as its backup run mm-hmm. I was very excited to see because again I knew nothing yeah. really about the character yeah. i was really excited to see what they were going to do with him because mm. four there was, years there later were talks of you know him doing an ongoing mm-hmm. and then that never happened but then they threw him in like the background for justice league international yeah and it was like that character that was just 
always doing something in the background because whoever was writing it didn't know what to do with the character. Yeah. It's like, well, he's on the team. We'll just throw he, him back He was there. the warpath of, yeah. of the DC. And supposedly he's been like off limits at DC for the last couple of years because Jeff Johns has had his plans for him, but it was more just like when I get to it. And now he's finally got okay. to it. And we're Yay. like four issues in. And it is really, really good. And it definitely is a direct sequel to this. It, it's... It's exactly like this. It yeah, feels like read, this. I want to read full issues. Too bad it's not Gary um, Frank. It is not Gary Frank, but it is. It does look. He very, did the very good. cover for number one, though, didn't he? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. And like I say, it's it's very much an ensemble book. It's not a Billy Batson book. It's a Shazam family book, okay. and they're they're the so far the story of the ongoing is them exploring the other. Because like in the the subway station where it is, there's like seven realms or whatever, right? Because there was like a magic wielder from each place, yeah. Right, there were, there were like seven wizards yeah. or whatever. So like that, their quest right now is exploring these other places. So that sounds like something I will probably read. They're not. They haven't been on Earth or our version of Earth at all, except for like the first ten pages of the first issue. Like we're going here, and they've been off in these other places. And Jeff Johns seems like he's really having a lot of fun playing with some of this different stuff that's going on here but uh uh i don't know mary what do you think of of shazam um i liked it i would agree that it, it moves really fast but again yeah they were just like five pages at the end of justice league so i wish they would have given a name for the trade i hate it. it's like shazam it's called not the character volume one like call it shazam <laughs> secret origin or something if you want to like i don't care well, i think like, that's what the I think it's called Shazam Origins now. Yeah, the, the movie. The, the new, oh. yeah, the new print uh, says Shazam Origins. Okay, which is the one that Good. I like, picked don't, up. Don't just call. Don't just call the trade the character. That's <sighs> stupid. Don't do that. Um, would you? Would you recommend Shazam. it? Yeah, if you knew nothing about Shazam and maybe you weren't planning on going to see the movie. Well, if you weren't planning on going to see the movie, you're probably not going to come ask for a comic book to read. I wouldn't think. No. Like maybe you can't go see the movie. Oh, okay. But you still want to learn about the character. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Um, McCord. Yeah. So my my biggest issue with this, I've read a lot of good Jeff Johns stuff, and I'm actually really excited to see what happens when he has like full issues to to work with. Mm-hmm. It's paced a lot better. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm I'm sh- I'm sure of that because Jeff Johns is a fantastic writer, and this actually kind of took me by surprise a little bit. Um, that it sucked. <laughs> that it was. That it wasn't. It wasn't what I. It wasn't up to par. You feel right. Yeah. Okay. Um. And and part of part of my problem, and I have a problem with this, and and a lot of things, is that I felt like it was rushed to add more things that I didn't feel were. I felt it was there was too much in it. They weren't fleshed out enough well no but i mean like all of a sudden we have like nine bad guys mm-hmm. i'm like we turn well, like, the page and there's yeah. nine well, like what would you take out like, though? like nine is, nine bad guys like like take the sins out is that what you're saying uh not not necessarily like, like what would you remove not, not necessarily but i mean like um i i don't know uh, as as cool as the superpowered tiger is like i didn't feel like that was necessary. Um, he, he wanted the tiger dead. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, um, y- y- you know, and and the fact that there was one bad guy that you're following who then gets taken over by another bad guy, and then we have seven sins added on top of that. Like 
them by themselves are not a problem, but compounded. Mm-hmm. It just get like all of a sudden it just gets too busy, and all of a sudden we're worrying about like fifteen different characters who we've met for like a panel, mm-hmm. and we're supposed to care. And I just don't like it when there's like, well, there's there's this over here, and there's that over there, and over there, and over here, and over here. And you know, I I typically care a lot more about uh, more like. I don't know, simplified storylines. That's like, a good thing you're not an X-Men fan then. <laughs> <laughs> no, X, X, well, and I, I even get overloaded with that on, on some X-Men things, but typically mm. uh, X-Men actually typically moves really slow. Yeah. Even though, even but though they have a like, lot of things going on. It's a large roster. Of, right. It's a characters. large roster and things, but, but I mean, you can have half of that, half of an issue is going to be one conversation mm. with the X-Men. So would you recommend it? Uh, yeah, uh, yes, because it, it is it is a quick read. It, it's basically like it reads very quickly. Yeah, in in my opinion, it's like here's the summary to get you caught up on what Shazam is. Yeah, you know, like it. If to me, it felt like Cliff's Notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess I guess that's the easiest way. If to someone put had it. seen the movie already, though, like is coming in the weekend after the movie, saying, "I just saw the movie, loved it. I want something to read." Would you give them this? They don't have to read this. But but, if, if, but if I'm they, saying, if they, 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 what they, would you give them then? It, Maybe just start them on the new one. If if it's Probably, a, if the yeah. new one is a direct sequel to this, which I haven't, which I haven't read, if it's a direct sequel to this, I would just start them on the new one. It it picks up exactly where this one ends because uh, there there is enough uh, there is enough in this book that they hit in the movie. They do a really good job with establishing the origin of mm-hmm. the character that I feel like they don't have to read this. Okay. I'll give you my quick and quick and simple uh, without getting too crazy into detail. I'm not a big DC fan. Shazam would be on the bottom of my list of any character I would even give a crap to read about, for mm-hmm. one thing. Um, so the fact that you even read the it. The fact <laughs> that I read it and I liked it. And it, again, it was Jeff Johns. Because you are a Jeff Johns fan. Because I loved his Green Lantern stuff. I mean, that got me into a, another Aquaman. character that I couldn't care. No, I tried Aquaman no, for Jeff Johns. His Aquaman I, oh, man, great. I loved his Aquaman. and I, I did two don't. issues and was like, done. I, I mean, I'm not a D- I'm not a DC guy either, but Jeff Johns can't Jeff fail. Johns Aquaman. Um, but I've always great. been a Gary Frank fan from back mm-hmm. in the day. So I mean, that right there, yeah. was Jeff Johns was, and Gary Frank thing. is probably like the team. If you ask me, like, who would you want on blank? Like, they're probably like my dream team for, like, obviously not any book because obviously like different styles, but like. That's going to be my go-to. Like, if you could have anybody on the Blake title, like Jeff Johns, Gary Frank. I yeah. That's just the first one that like comes to. Like, I think they're such a good pair together. I loved when they did action comics together. I love Batman Earth 1. I love Doomsday Clock if it ever finishes. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, I, I liked it enough. And it got me, like I said, interested enough that I really wanted that story to continue. And, and I, now, four years later, it finally has, so. Yeah, I, I just got away for the trade. I haven't <laughs> I haven't read okay, so I've only read one arc of one Batman since Rebirth of mm-hmm. DC. Mm-hmm. I I haven't read anything since Rebirth, really. Um but I really want to go back and read Shazam now. Especially um, since it's so early too. It's only like four issues. Right, so it's like you right, it's which not I like, feel like I can I can jump into you that. You can catch up on that um, really I felt, quickly. I felt like the movie helped me more than the book did, but but yeah, I really want to go through. I want to see what happens next. Okay. Awesome. I think Jeff Johns, I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn, but I mean, Jeff Johns probably, 
at least one of the most influential comic book writers of the last of this generation for sure as far as like leaving a mark on I mean guy is like he just especially for DC it's like he's touched almost every character except for Batman which is funny it's like except for like the flagship characters the one he hasn't really played with whatever but like did a run on Flash did a run on Green Lantern did a run on Action Comics it has this is his sh- version of Shazam he's done there's like a Jeff Johns version of almost every main facet of the DC universe so it's like he's left such a mark on that whole publishing line so it's just really cool to like have here's like here's the Jeff Johns version of Shazam and it's probably the most palatable like easy to take in version of of shazam that there's probably been especially when it is a very golden age hokey style character yeah so yeah but i i think you really made it work and you know it's funny you said that now that i'm thinking about it because like aquaman was very jeff john's aquaman yep. in in tone and you know and feel and dialogue oh, and, yeah. uh and and this movie is very much jeff john's shazam and i think that i think dc may have finally figured it out just do what jeff johns does (laughs) and then make their movies into jeff johns like because that seems to be working for him so far like we have this guy who's like probably on our mount rushmore of dc writers of all time maybe easily the best one we've had in the last decade or two maybe let's just do what he wants we just got bendis let's settle down yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Bendis will leave his mark too I'm sure by the time it's all said and done but and Kylie's no longer invited back <laughs> I like Bendis I actually have some praise for Bendis this week but um, should we move on to weekly picks then anything else on Shazam before we leave Uh-oh. <laughs> before we leave Shazam anybody have anything else to say okay go check it out I think it's worth picking up it's only like what 15 bucks it's pretty cheap trade it's fairly thick too for 15 bucks like it's got it's, some concept art in the back. Which you can't nice. say it's like, oh, it's like six issues because they were all backup stories. But it's probably the equivalent of like six or seven issues worth. Yeah. So check it out. Weekly Picks. Mary, tell us about Ice Cream Man because I don't even, I don't, I'm not even going to ask you what <laughs> you're oh, doing this week. Yep. Ice Cream reality Man. TV. This is the Jeez. reality TV one that uh, he was talking about. It was done really well. I don't, I don't know. I never want to say anything too much because I never want to spoil it because mm-hmm. I want everyone to experience it themselves. Which, by the way, if you haven't heard our interview with writer W. Maxwell Prince from like two, three weeks back, uh, it was I found it to be very informative, and you should definitely. So what is this? Check issue eleven. Yes. Out. So, yep. so thirteen is the one I'm waiting for. Yeah. That, well, because they're they're going to take a two month break awesome. between twelve and thirteen. So that's what they do. So. Well, and thirteen sounds like it's the one that's going to be a bitch yeah. for him to to do if he pulls. Because they it off, they do so. four issues and then they take two months off and then they come back and do four. Issues, give him time to crack the code. <laughs> so this they do like a version of like the bachelorette they do like a cooking show they have like a er show um and then they do oh what, what's the last one they do i don't remember but anyways it all ends up being like uh everyone's on a on their own reality tv show apparently so those all those reality tv shows that you've seen like a million times yeah 10 bitches in a house one guy looking for love <laughs> yeah like oh yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> really that funny show before <laughs> it's really funny because they have like so like the first one's bachelorette they're all mannequins they all like look exactly the same and then he gets like taken off of that and then he goes into 
the ER show where he's doing an operation and there's like a mannequin and there's people that are like just skulls and then it goes into like the next one and it's like animal people and then they also see mannequins and you also see uh, the dead people. Did it feel any more kind of personal? Because remember this was the one that he was saying that he felt like he wrote himself into the most. Right? Did I feel like it was personal? Like, yeah, because he, he was telling us in a, in our interview with him that he said this next issue was the one that he felt like he put himself into the most. I remember how he worded it. Well, but. he literally did put himself into it. Oh, okay. Well, he's then, he's okay. the main well, character. What I was asking <laughs> is, did you get the sense of what he was saying? So it sounds yes. like yes. Yes. Okay. And then it has a cameo of somebody in a previous issue, which is like right in your face. It's like, here's another person oh, from... Okay. It's not somebody like in the background or anything. So, <laughs> McCord, do you have a weekly pick? Um, Kind of. Uh-huh. So, uh, unfortunately, I haven't been able to do anything um, between yesterday and today. But the one that I am the most excited to get to is uh, issue number three of Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil. I also have not read it yet, but it's in my pile. Yeah. Um, the first two issues have been... That one's safe enough to pick it. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah, that's... <laughs> that's a safe bet. <laughs> absolutely. The... Um, I am a big Daredevil fan. He's my favorite. I've read Daredevil for a very, very long time. And Sadarsky's run is easily the best we've seen in years and years and years. Um, probably since Brubaker. Um, and it, uh, you know, I think it's, I, I didn't I, read I, the Charles soul run, but I did enjoy the Mark Wade run. Yeah. See, and I, I enjoyed the Mark Wade run too. And it kind of gave us, um, a breather, Mm. from the... This was the Happy Daredevil run. <laughs> well, it wasn't, it wasn't, because there was yeah. some messed up stuff. But in, compared in to what run. Bendis and Brubaker had done to him, Wade was like, let's let's lighten this up a little bit. Yeah, a- absolutely. And it, it kind of gave him a, a little bit of a different take. And I really like the uh, mostly the characters that Soul uh, introduced. I really like Blindspot. His got a little out there, even for Daredevil, um, for me. But uh, I was kind of worried with Sadarsky taking over because all I've seen of his was funny and comical. And I was kind of worried about that because uh, I just don't think that's the right tone for Daredevil. But man, that guy can write. Holy between, smokes. It is so Between Sadarsky and Donny Kaye, it's like Marvel's in such a good spot right now. It's like, God. Well, and Rosenberg, like yeah, just the guys that they've got on their on their flagships right now is and Kelly incredible. Thompson. Like they, Marvel's in a really good place right now. Um, if they didn't put out like sixty of the same book every month, that would be awesome. That but would. no, but uh, for those of you who haven't been reading Daredevil, essentially, um, Matt Murdock was really broken up, really beaten, physically died for a few minutes. Basically uh, in a coma. Yeah. Coming um, out of a coma. Yeah. Is where Zdarsky's run starts. He's so he's he's not physically at a hundred percent. I mean, he gets the crap kicked out of him by a common street thug and he's addicted to pain pills. He's addicted to pain pills and he's kind of given up on okay, I I can no longer serve two masters. I can't be Matt Murdoch and Daredevil, so Matt Murdoch's gotta go. And he's just, he says... The because ma- that's the logical thing to do, right? Like, Well, he, he I mean, he see. well, initially, he, it was the opposite, yeah. right? Like, when he first comes out, he's like, dude, I can't be Daredevil anymore because I'm broken, I'm beaten. What happens is he gets hit by a truck, um, very much like he did originally, you know, mm-hmm. when he first got his powers. But what that truck did was 
basically reopen every physical wound that he has endured over the last however long and just broke his body to pieces. And the fact that he could even walk again is, is a miracle in and of itself. And initially when he wakes up, he's like, I can't be Daredevil anymore. Like, I, I physically cannot do this. This is killing me. And then as he's going through his rehab and his friends show up and the Kingpin shows up to mock him and he realizes that the people need Daredevil more than they need Matt Murdock and that it, he, he can't just wear the mask. He has to do something about it and he has to remind people why they feel safe when they see Daredevil out on the streets. And so he so he puts back on the mask and he even tells Foggy the mask stays on. And that's yeah. kind of where he's at right now where like the death of Matt Murdock is basically he he has just decided there's there's not going to be a Matt there's Murdock. Room there's only the devil. Yeah. And it it is so good. Zadarsky created this really cool awesome new character too that's like the like the kind of hard ass cop that's came to town that's like the he's the i'm from chicago yeah yeah and so they're doing some interesting stuff with him yeah chip sadarsky's daredevil is it's it's a must read book i i'd I'd put that at a a must read kylie you got a weekly pick since i've been off for the week i really haven't read anything except for the rereading of shazam i'm gonna do something a little different i'm gonna do a not a pick do not go see us (laughs) <laughs> don't waste your time with this movie really i'm gonna say the opposite you should still go see Did the movie see yeah oh, you should see the movie it's a good movie it's not what the trailers led you to it's think that get it was out. gonna be it's, it's not a good movie though. it's not there's as good just, as get out just too many things that don't make sense it did like, not make sense. and trust me i i like movies that make me think this one made me think too much and i was like no but that doesn't make sense with this and what they showed me here. That doesn't make sense with what they did here. No, it was no, nah, it was no good. <laughs> Kylie's weekly pick is any other movie at your local <laughs> cinema besides us. Everyone wanted to go see Captain Marvel on vacation, and I I wanted to go see us because I was kind of excited. You for should it. have saw Captain Marvel again. Um, yeah, we gotta Rich, get it past a billion, guys. We're getting close. Rich yes. Bonaduce from Fox Thirteen gave it not the greatest review and mm-hmm. i actually ended up texting him because he he'll, he's on the other podcast every now and then with us um over at the nerd dome podcast and I, I texted him after i watched his review and i'm like dude i was really looking forward to this movie he's like so was i mm-hmm. and i was very disappointed and i'm like well and he's like i want to i want to be on the podcast and talk talk about it i'm like well mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try and see it before then and i did and i really tried to go in with an open mind and mm-hmm. up to a certain point i was really digging the movie and then it took this turn and I was like, oh, this is it after okay. they leave the house? Yes. Yeah. And yeah, that's where, it loses, that's where it loses a lot of momentum. But I think the overall story is still good. You um, think this hurts Jordan Peele at all? No, not at oh, all. No. Cause it's, it's still doing good on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not Captain Marvel out of yeah. the number one spot. So I how mean, long has it been? Well, he had now? so much it's buzz just, after just get out, like oh. get out did so well. Yeah. No, I, I don't think so this is hyped. good dampen him at all okay like just, it's gonna be nitpicky people like me where i'm like this did not make sense um the only comic My i've been called able the to twist in like the first like five i minutes. don't know how you don't see the twist in the first well five i minutes. was thinking about it <laughs> i was, I was thinking to, about oh, it i was like I no they wouldn't do that would they and and oh, i thought that was the did. only way they could do it and then when it was getting to the end of the movie i'm like oh my god they didn't do what i thought they were gonna do and then those last two minutes they explain it and i'm like mm-hmm. Okay, so they, they did. Oh, okay. <laughs> I haven't been able to get to uh, too many comics this week yet, but I did 
uh, get to the big one. I did read Detective One Thousand, and uh, I mean that's a big one because it's a hundred pages. Was so it it's good? Like, it, it's good. It's like the action one, though, right? You got a bunch um, of different little stories. Yeah, from different and people. I don't know if it's me liking Superman so much. It's him liking no, Superman. No, because it's not like I just dislike Batman. We did a whole episode last week. I, I love Batman too, but this one didn't feel as impactful to me. I didn't feel the same. It didn't feel as much of a like celebration of the character to me as much in the same vein that Action 1000 was. And I don't know, maybe somebody else got the complete opposite feel. That's just how I felt. But there, there's some really good stuff in here. Bendis' story is really good. Um... I'm trying to think. Uh, Warren Ellis has a story that's pretty good Ooh, in it. Oh shit! Yeah, Warren Ellis has a story in it. Uh, I know. I, my I, attention, I, sir. My Warren Ellis. <laughs> I know I'm gonna get some groans from you guys, but it, it's honestly a fucking crime that Grant Morrison doesn't have a story in this. I can't believe that. Uh, I mean, he has a seminal yeah, run on the character. Yeah, he, he probably deserves to. Did be he do one in the action? No, but he didn't have a Oops. seminal run on Superman, though. I mean, All Star is a celebrated book, but I mean, he had a a run on Batman that's. Mm-hmm considered by most people that aren't you guys a good <laughs> run on the character so yeah. it's like Snyder and Capullo have a story together like as they should like Frank Miller doesn't have a story but he has he did a cover at least like Denny O'Neill has a story okay. Neil Adams has a story uh, like does he have guns in the Neil Adams story I don't think so then he's not riding a dinosaur either it's really weird <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, by far for me the best story was the the Kevin Smith Jim Lee story, um, which w- which was probably the one I was looking forward to the most, and it didn't disappoint at all because it's like man Kevin Smith might be one of the biggest Batman fans on the planet, so I knew he was gonna bring it. You know what I mean? It's like it's a celebration of everything he loves about Batman, and it's not. It doesn't feel Kevin Smithy in the best way. Like I'm not trying to insult his style or anything, but when you read like Cacophony or White no, and Giant, exactly like, Kevin about. Smith's Batman is definitely like, oh yeah, that's a Kevin it's Smith Batman. Yep. This feels like a, a just a really open, honest. Like this is something really good about Batman, and it's very small scale. And Jim Lee draws it, so it looks beautiful. Hmm. Um, I'm not gonna spoil it. You can spoil it after we talk. Yeah. After we're done. <laughs> oh, cause, I mean, because I'm sure Kylie is probably going to read it anyways. Oh, but. yeah. Kind of, I'm, I'm guessing we've got some Except, left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, good, we have a few dozen. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But Bendis is really good. Uh, Tom, Tom King's is pretty good. Like, that. I just there wasn't as many hard hitters, I felt like, for me, where, like, like in action there was maybe only one that I was like, that's might be the weak one here. Like in detective, I'm like, there's a couple bright spots and then some okay stuff. Well, so. to kind of go off what you say, like even working at the comic book shop, I knew when action 1000 was coming out. Like I knew weeks ahead of time. DC and I, let you know, and, like and they I, pumped that. Book. I felt, I felt like I was adding it to people's holds on a regular mm-hmm. basis. And when I got to the shop on Tuesday and saw the boxes, I was like, Oh yeah, that's a thing, huh? I'm like, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh yeah. Oh, is that this week? So I mean, my, that, that's kind of how I felt. But yeah. like with action, it was I felt like I was Big getting thing. like yeah. getting hit over the head mm-hmm. with it every day. Yeah. And this one, I had completely forgot it was even coming. So my out. weekly pick is the Kevin Smith story from Detective One Thousand. It's probably five pages or so, and it's just it's really well done. And like I say, never gonna get bored of seeing Jim Lee draw Batman. So that's. 
it. Uh, that about does it for us here. Time flies almost as fast as Superman, but before we get out of here, we want to make sure you guys go check out the Nerd Dome podcast, which Kylie mentioned earlier, which is the other podcast he's on that McCord has also been on. McCord is Sometimes. in the process of making a movie, which you can check out details on that. Where at McCord? Uh, Rockwell Got and Guns Facebook page is probably the best pay- place to go, and hopefully we'll have some big announcements coming soon. Cool. Make sure you guys are following us on social media, which is FOC underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and just Fortress of Comitude podcast on Facebook. Uh, thank you guys so much for the reception to the Batman episode last week. That episode performed really well, and we got some feedback from you guys, which was a lot of fun. Love hearing <laughs> all that. Uh, even the bad stuff. We got um, downloads in Germany. I was really happy about that. Whoa. Only two, but still. Oh, that's how it starts. <laughs> yeah. You ever, you, ever, you ever play that like plague game on your phone? Global takeover. <laughs> yeah. You just need yeah. like Germany next poll. Like, <laughs> this, <laughs> this went to a different place. <laughs> oh. Oh. Austria, here we go. <laughs> so next week, we'll be right back here with our review of Shazam, the movie. Yay. And then I uh, go see it again. week after that, we have a creator focus episode on David Finch. So there's going to be some awesome stuff coming up in the next couple weeks. We will see you guys next week. Until next time, my name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm McCord. I'm Kylie. Shazam! Shazam!